Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Yes, you do. Come and get some on a Thursday. Hey, that thing you see outside is not an unidentified object in the sky. It is sunshine. Because for the last four days, we have been the only sunshine in your day. With all the clouds, the mist, and the rain. Alongside Mr. Miyagi and the other side of the glass. He's taking your calls. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. Be nice to Matt when you call in today. Russell's on the other side of the board. I'm here, and it's glad to have you there. Listening to Russell and Medhurst, we're here till no- noon every day, Monday through Friday. For those of you just joining us for the first time, welcome inside. As uh, a Thursday gets underway, as we close in on uh, Washington and Indianapolis coming up this week, and ironically... Coming into this week, it's the Colts that are more the story than even Washington in terms of chaos and off-the-field activity. And yet another division team, I I think if there's anybody in the NFL, look, San Francisco made a deal, but I think San Francisco made a deal out of desperation. It's a club under five hundred now. They went and got Christian McCaffrey. But the Philadelphia Eagles... You talk about all freaking in and having those picks that Howie has amassed in Philadelphia and the flexibility that it has given him now to go out and make a deal. Look, he sees the Dallas defense getting better. He knows those Dallas games are going to be a war. He knows the Giants are better. I think even in a in a demented way, I think he even knows Washington might be a little tougher in a couple of weeks than they were the first time around. But Howie Roseman is announcing with a bullhorn to all of Philadelphia and the National Football League 
that the Eagles are all freaking in to win it all this season. Russell, I ask you the question right off the top. Is Philadelphia going to be the city of champions this year with the team in the World Series? And now Philadelphia, with already a solid defense, says, wait, we're going to kind of do what the Rams did last year. We're going to go get our version of Von Miller. We're going to go get Bobby Quinn and say, how do you like that, Dallas Cowboys? I think you were the one that said earlier in the week, right? Eagles and 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 Quinn, right? I, I'm pretty sure I you mentioned that. And, and I said, well, well, how but, much more pass rush do you need? I think, if I'm remembering the conversation right, and then you were like, well, but, you always need more pass rush. Right. You, and you, I was like, well, they have Hassan Reddick and, and, and this guy and Fletcher Cox and whatever. It looks like Howie Roseman, if I remember the conversation right, I'm pretty sure it was Tuesday after the Bears' Monday mm-hmm. Night Football win. It looks like Howie Roseman was listening to the Team 980. Think about it, though. You're trying to preserve Cox uh-huh. by, by, by all measures. You need to preserve Fletcher Cox. you still got a long way to get to the finish line here Correct. for a couple of your veteran guys up there. And what it says to me, too, is... You know, the the Bears, I, I thought with the Bears winning that game the other night, getting to three and four, it might I, I thought the Bears might foolishly look at this by saying, Yes, we're 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 one of six teams that are three and four in the NFC. Mm-hmm. No, the Bears are taking a global view. Well, yeah, yeah, be, 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 well, let, let me jump in. It's interesting because he's not even an expiring free agent like right. Von Miller was. Right. That's what's even more fascinating, right? Now, he's underperforming just statistically and, like, we watched the last two Bears games closely, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday against the, the Commanders uh, and and Monday night. I mean, I, I watched it pretty closely Monday night, much more than I normally would watch a Bears game because it was Monday night football and because it was impressive to see the Bears do what they did, both offensively and defensively. I don't. Maybe I'm missing something. I don't forget. Something. I don't remember Robert Quinn's name really yeah. being mentioned almost uh, makes you much wonder, at all. Almost makes you wonder. And remember, a few weeks ago when there was chaos involving Roquan Smith, a mm-hmm. lot of you here in Washington, a lot of fans in Washington mm-hmm. were tweeting and busy on the Twitters saying, hey, maybe Chicago and Washington should con- contact each other and talk about Roquan Smith. And at this point, I would be interested to see what, what kind of conversation – Chicago would listen to for a guy like Roquan Smith. But would Roquan Smith, here's the thing. Philadelphia knows, Chris, Mm -hmm. that it is absolutely 100% in contention for the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. If you're Washington and you're looking to make a deal, you're trying to strengthen your club. But even if you give up assets, which you would have to give up assets at this point, because I think Roquan Smith over the last couple of weeks has played decent football. Mm -hmm. So it's enhanced his value a little bit. Is the compensation you would have to give up for Roquan Smith worth it considering where you are right now? In other words, does Roquan Smith help you do anything more than get the seven seed in the NFC right now? And is it worth the kind of compensation it might cost you to get a Roquan Smith here in D.C. as part of your linebacking core. I mean, listen, we can and sit is here it a fit because yeah. because that's what we're talking about with a guy that they're probably calling every NFL team about right now. Right? Is is 
that kind of guy fit because we could sit here. Look, that's what sports radio has been built on for years. Mm-hmm. Callers call up all the time. It's like Can we guy, get this guy? Can just we like get my that guy, guy Al Baldwin saying right. the Orioles traded Eddie Murray for Wajah Clements. That's not the case. You know? So would you and what kind of a package would you have to put together for a guy like Roquan Smith? And would it be worth it at this point? Just like Wizards fans have chastised the team for doing what it took to chase the eight seed. Right. You know, would it would it be the same here if you're Washington? Does Roquan Smith do anything more for you than get you the seven seed in the NFC? Well, I don't even know if it guarantees that. And see, therein lies right. the but, I mean, million dollar question. Does Robert Qu- does going out and acquiring Robert Quinn guarantee anything for the Eagles? No. You gotta you gotta take some chances. You gotta take some cracks. You gotta take some swings at the fences, right? And hope that that's the final ingredient or or that is, hey, if something happens to uh, Fletcher Cox, if something happens to I mean, they've already lost Eric Barnett again for the year. Right. I think he's out for the year, I believe. Uh, I remember that from earlier in the year. I mean, so many things go on in this league. It's impossible to keep track and remember everything. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure on that. I mean, like to your point earlier in the week, you can never have enough pass rush, right? Now, Roquan Smith doesn't necessarily, from a Washington perspective, say, oh, this is a dominant edge pass rusher, and this is a guy that – now, again, different different defense, right? Uh, But you could could put him – in a position where presumably you could bring him in, pair him with Cole Holcomb in your two linebacker sets, and maybe ask free up Jamin Davis to do a little something something different than what he's necessarily asked to do right now, meaning a third down money backer type thing, uh, an edge guy off you know off the edge, a pressure guy, because that Jamin is really good at that. Mm-hmm. Jamin's really good at that. I, again, I don't know. He's got like three sacks on the year. He should have. He should have four. He slowed down a little bit because they haven't been pressuring and haven't been blitzing as much, and they want to kind of settle things down. And oh, by the way, it's worked. Their run defense has still been pretty good, shy of the Bear game, uh, which was all run for the most part against the Bears. Uh, and overall, overall, Jamin has been a little bit. Um, more stable, I guess, less inconsistent, more, you know, more, again, stable across the board. Does bringing in a guy like Roquan Smith, you know, change that? Of course it would change his role, but here's the thing, right? If you're the – I mean, we'll get to the Eagles in a sec. If you're the Bears at three and four, again, you've already traded Robert Quinn. Like, what message are you sending to your locker room? In your building, with a defensive-minded head coach and a limited quarterback, not from an athletic standpoint, but from a passing standpoint, not like that dude's going to throw 40 times a game and light up the scoreboard and you can get into 32-29 shootouts. What message are you sending to your locker room? I've already traded Quinn. Now I'm going to trade Roquan Smith because he was pissy about his contract earlier in the offseason, and there was this hullababoo. I'm three and four Mm -hmm. in a very, 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 very mediocre conference overall, right? I'm three and four. I just traded Robert Quinn. Okay, I can kind of see maybe why I would do that. 
He wasn't having a good year. He wasn't happy, whatever. I know Roquan Smith isn't. Roquan Smith's, what, 24 years old? Like, to me, to do that, even with Matt Eberflus seemingly pressing all the right buttons, aren't you really hurting your team, crippling your team, and sending a terrible message, not only to your fan base, but inside your locker room? Ultimately, I mean, they're they're try. I, I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't want to say they're totally taking a page out of Ron's book, but maybe they're trying to cleanse the joint of a lot of people that they didn't bring in. No, that's true. And shape it in their own way, because they're probably looking at a contentious negotiation with Smith at some point mm-hmm. on his contract anyway. Well, it sounds like it's already. That's what I mean. So, yeah. you know, I think if somebody presents them with the right deal, mm-hmm. what is the right deal? Are you talking from a Washington perspective? Yeah, from a Washington perspective. What if I offered this? Okay, let's play fantasy. Let's, if, let's, let's play if, fantasy GM let's see right if now. We're on the same page in terms of of where we're going package wise. Uh, okay. Here. All right. Let, uh, let, let let me let me throw this scenario at you. At you. What if? Um, what if I were to just just. For the sake of argument. Now, is this a deal that Chicago's likely to entertain? You gotta remember that. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm gonna make it that okay. way. What if I were to throw Look over here to Ron Payne? For Roquan Smith. Would you do that? Would you consider that? Would you hang up the phone? If I know if I know right now that I'm not I don't have the budget to re-sign Deron Payne. Which you probably don't. But you probably don't have the budget then to bring in Roquan Smith and trade and, and, and sign him long-term either, right? I mean, if you don't have the budget for Deron, is it just a positional thing? Meaning you can justify the money that you would spend at linebacker because Cole Holcomb's an expiring free agent as well. Mm-hmm. People forget about that. Right. You know, so you might need a new Mike linebacker. Right? Roquan plays the mic. There, I mean, right? if I, if I, it, is that an equitable trade in your mind? I don't know if it's equitable, but it, I mean, it might, it, it, it might solve a couple of problems, if you will. Uh, like, I still don't think Deron Payne is going to get traded or should be traded, especially with the Commandalorians climbing back into contention here, and especially if they win on Sunday, and even if they lose. Well, that would be a just a terrible loss to Sam Ellinger and, if they, and, and, right, and the Colts. Here's my thing. If they At lose, three and five, they would still be in it. it yeah, but not really. Uh, fair. Not really. Fair. If, if I know, if Ron the GM knows that he's not re-signing pain or he thinks the pain, because here's the thing, the pain money may go somewhere. You know, all it takes is one team, Chris, to put the pain money in a really – Awkward place for other teams. Mm-hmm. And I think Duran is earning that opportunity. I think Duran is earning a contract like that where someone's going to go, yeah, we really want that guy. It's going to be a disruptive force if we put him in our defensive line room. And, and you look at what Smith could potentially do, and I think Smith in a fresh place probably, you know, you probably get a good football player here. At that position, would he be an upgrade over Cole Holcomb? I think common sense tells you that, yeah. But, you know, I mean, I just, I, I'd hate to see one on one Deron Payne for Roquan Smith, but to get quality, you got to give quality. Right. It was just an idea 
because so many if people, I know pain, and if rightfully I know so, not, are convinced that it's going to be really difficult to re-sign Deron Payne. If it's my be, answer always has been, well, just tag him. Yeah, which well, which I I true. don't I don't throw around right. lightly, but I mean at least that buys you more time. Correct. Now it also probably takes you the minute you franchise tag and a what, what is thought to be an ascending player, at least right now, clearly ascending. Mm-hmm. The minute you franchise tag him. I think it's over in terms of a long-term deal. But it does buy you another at least year of Deron Payne. Meaning, if in your mind, if option A is if option A is uh franchise tag Deron Payne because I don't think I can work out a long-term deal satisfactory to both sides because of A, what I've invested in John Allen, B, I got to pay Montez Sweat presumably, right? We'll see about Chase Young, maybe a fifth-year option, maybe not, Uh, forget about the long-term deal with Chase Young. That's not even happening anywhere close. But I know that I've already paid John Allen, and I know that I've got to get a long-term deal done with Montez Sweat, right, who's playing – uh, is this his fifth-year option deal, or he's got one more? I think he's got one more year, right? Either way, I, I guess my point is, is if I know that I can't do a long-term deal that is satisfactory based on some early volleyballing back and forth between his agent, and they're way here, and I'm way here, and there's just a lot, then I've got to look at, okay, the most reasonable scenario and solution is a one-year franchise tag. Maybe that gets us... Another year and a half of Deron Payne. We might lose him after that, but we'll be better equipped maybe to lose him after that if we know what Chase Young is, if we see Montez Sweat continue to improve. Fedarian Mathis coming Fidarian back Mathis from Mathis comes injury. back, exactly. Forgot about him. Good point. Uh, I've improved elsewhere on my defense. I mean, these are all the... These are all the games, the conversations games. These are all the conversations that if you're not having, if Ron and the Marty party are not having, we're doing something wrong. Let me ask you this question. Would you rather would you rather trade a guy with an expiring contract like Payne than put together a deal with cheaper labor picks? And say like a Deami Brown because Chicago's just woeful at wide receiver. Oh, I well, I mean, if you told me a deal centered, or, uh, if you told me one for one, Deron Payne, Roquan Smith, and, and maybe it wouldn't be one for one, but if you told me that versus a package of Deami Brown, who you know, unfortunately, as soon as he goes and does something, he immediately gets injured. Yeah, I mean, and, and let's face it, I mean, he's number four here. Yeah. He's number four right. here, but but and as long but maybe as McLaurin, that would have ch- maybe that would have changed a little bit over the last couple of weeks if he would have been able uh, yes, to stay healthy. Yes, he would have he would have taken the minutes at number three right. when Dotson being hurt. But he's never going to be he's never going to be better than number as four. As long right as now. everybody's healthy, he's not going to be Correct. better than number four. To your point, but it would take Deami Brown and a package of picks, I think, or which uh, is, which you know. is more valuable to you, keeping the picks or trading an expiring contract. For a guy like Smith. I mean, Roquan Smith was drafted in 2018, right? So he's on his fifth-year option this year? 19, 20, 21. Or he's probably got his fifth-year option coming up, right? So that's right? Is so they that would right? Have to, they would have to announce whether they're 2019, 2020, 2021. No, this would be his fifth-year option. So mm-hmm. he's a free agent at the end of the year, right? 
Based on that timetable, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll double check that during the break. But I mean, if he's, I mean, if he's an expiring free agent, I mean, is it like I can't? I mean, you could say Deron Payne because he's an expiring free agent too. But one way or the other, you're going to have a mess to clean up, and and it gets complicated when you consider Cole Holcomb again is an expiring free agent, right? It gets complicated that you might need two starting corners, at least one, right? St. Juice and Fuller are okay, fine, but let's be honest, you might need an upgrade from Kendall Fuller, uh, and 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 that's just that's just a fact. So I, I mean, I have a lot of things I got to clean up. Like, I mean, I wonder. Again, you could trade one potential headache for another, but with if you blow up the defensive line right now with knowing not knowing what Chase Young is going to be and not having Fedarian Mathis and having lost Ioannidis and having lost Settle, and some of that was their choice and some of it wasn't. I mean, if you you trade Payne, you're I guess you're saying what? Allen and 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 Ridgeway, I yeah. guess are your starters. Who was a 5th round pick this yeah. year? Right. So I mean, it's, I mean, look, they on luck, a very workable contract. They obviously. luck box yeah. into yeah. like an extra draft pick by acquiring yeah. Ridgeway. Ridge, Ridgeway is like okay. a guy. Hey, we had him graded in the fourth round, and he went in the fifth Some round. Some people had him and Mathis kind of in the same neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Absolutely. I mean, they luck boxed into into getting him off of the waiver wire. That's a very perceptive claim by then. But if you're if you are if you are comfortable doing that for the rest of the season mm-hmm. and you can acquire a guy like Roquan Smith, but again, you got to sign him. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I want to extra, I, I, I that's, uh, there's a risk in that. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll give you this Roquan Smith. I, whatever you think of pro football focus is grades. And we'll get into what the Eagles did more of and what the commanders can do trade deadline wise guys. And, and, and here's a thought to you guys. Uh, how much would you be willing to pay for Roquan Smith? Just using that as a big name that people are going to know I mean, at a need position. Pro Football Focus, Pete, I told you this when the first Roquan Smith rumors came out. Mm-hmm. They don't think very highly of him overall. All I know is in the last two weeks, he's had 24 tackles, two sacks, and an interception. I know. I know. He's been That's on all a, I'm he's saying. He's been on a little bit of a heater. Now, they have him... At 17 tackles over the last two weeks. That's what Pro Football Focus has. Yeah, 17 solos. Uh, you're right. I'm sorry. 17 solos and and four uh, assisted. So a combined uh, 20, 21. Yeah. Okay. My bad. I I mistallied that. I mean, I can get into all the numbers, but overall, they only have Roquan Smith at a 57.9 last year. Overall, a thousand plus snaps, a 47.8. The year before that, a 67.2. So, I mean, you're not getting a... What do they have Holcomb at this year? uh, I have to look that up. I mean, because ultimately, that's what you have to ask yourself. Is your... Is your quality control telling you that Cole Holcomb's playing at a better level than Roquan Smith? But here's the the thing that I would say. Regardless of what the answer to that question is, I can't plug and play Roquan Smith tomorrow. Sunday. Against the Colts next Sunday against the Vikings. Well, this it's going to take him time to learn the system and all the checks. This deal would not and... get consummated until Monday or Tuesday. Right, but it's going to take time for him to learn the system mm-hmm. to replace 
to even think about. So to me, Roquan Smith has to be brought in as a, hey, we're going to sign this guy long term. We're probably going to move on from Cole. And right now we've got to play him basically in Jamin's spot with Cole because he doesn't know the system. Well, let me ask you this, though. Has Holcomb played well enough the last couple of weeks to ease your mind where you're not thinking you're in the linebacker business right now? The answer to for me is yes, the last few weeks. And Jamin has been much better outside of the missed tackles against, ironically, the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. Outside, for me, yes, the answer. But, right, but the, because the, I don't know if Cole Holcomb is going to come back. And listen, even it, with Cole Holcomb playing better and Jamin Davis playing better, they're average at best, right? It's not like a linebacking core that you go, oh, watch out for those guys, man. They really create a lot of hell. Mm-hmm. It's not like we have that. By the way, Cole Holcomb, just for poops and giggles, 66.6 overall from mm. PFF this year. Run defense grade of 69.4 out of 100. Pass rush, 45.2. Coverage, 67.0. Uh, listen, Cole Holcomb's been much better the last two weeks than he was the first four or five weeks, uh, four weeks or whatever it is. Accurate. Let, let's see where that arrow goes. I'm not ready to commit long-term to him, uh, depending on what he wants, all that stuff. Um, but I'm also not ready to replace him right now. So, again, I think if we're, the scenario that we're talking about, and, and, and we're just kind of throwing it out there, it's just, a, uh, it, it, it's just speculation on the behalf of your boys. Uh, God forbid we do that. Like, to me, Roquan Smith isn't walking in here and playing whatever the next game is. To your point, it probably wouldn't be done Monday or Tuesday. He's not playing against the Minnesota Vikings at Mike Linebacker. Not doing that with Cole Holcomb being replaced. That's not happening. So you have to keep that in mind if and when you acquire a guy like Roquan Smith. It's not necessarily to replace Cole Holcomb. It's to add to Cole Holcomb and maybe ease the burden on Jamin Davis. That's the way I look at it. Maybe and, I'm wrong. And just and history tells us too, you've got to preserve Cole Holcomb a little bit as well. Good point. You know, you got to preserve got some injuries. 55 okay. as well. Philadelphia, aggressive as hell. If you're the Washington Commanders, do you want them to be aggressive leading up to Tuesday's trade deadline? If they win, they get to 4 and 4 and they're very much mathematically apart of the NFC picture. Some other clubs. This is uh, already we've already seen more aggression around the trade deadline than we've seen in a while in the NFL. It's usually one of the more quieter periods um, of any sport. But teams are starting to jockey around and make some moves. The NFC is very tight. Do you want Washington to take an aggressive tact coming into Tuesday's trade deadline? Let's talk about it now. 301-230-0980. Streaming live for free, as always, right here on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I got to be honest with you. This song gets me pumped up. How could it not? When I think of Rocky Balboa, Apollo Creed, running on the beach, Sylvester Stallone's quad muscles looking like they're going to burst out of his legs for a guy that's mm. about five foot five and 190 pounds. He's like a small dude. But he got himself ripped for the Rocky series. Punching on big slabs of meat mm. inside a frozen locker. I mean, who doesn't love to punch big slabs of meat? <laughs> inside of a frozen locker. Inside I love of it. a frozen locker. Um, I mean, it's just like if it's the wrong movie and it's Goodfellas, they have big frozen things of meat hanging in the locker as well it's just dead bodies two more or make it three more days of preparation technically though with a travel day in there for the washington football team as they get set for the indianapolis colts and uh, certainly our thoughts are with head coach ron rivera as he had to uh, head to the west coast to uh, visit uh, his mother and uh it was scheduled to be back today uh for practice jack del rio handled uh, things at practice for washington i think he's back yesterday based on some indications yeah, that sure. we uh, got but, um, you know, our thoughts are with Coach and uh, yeah. with his mom. Hopefully she gets better soon. As uh, Look, Washington's got a chance to be a chance to be 4-4. Four and four. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure on the airplane, Ron's looking at things, uh, you know, from a game plan perspective and also a player personnel perspective because teams are making moves around the league. This has already been one of the busier times pre-deadline that we've had, uh, you know, seemingly in a while in the National Football League. And the question to you this morning is, do you want Washington – to be aggressive to the point where it gives them a chance to finish ahead of all of these jabronis that are sitting there at three and four like themselves, which includes Green Bay and San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You know, is there, I mean, you can't guarantee Seattle's going to stay, you know, on this run that they're on right now at four and three and leading the NFC West. Rams are at three and three. So. I mean, you'd think that like the law of averages would equal out, right, with 
both San Francisco at three and four, the Rams at three and three, that eventually they're going to climb the mountain and it's be possible, better than Seattle. But I'm, I'm going to give you, a, I'm going to give you a, a little caveat here on Seattle. Mm-hmm. As much as I liked Rashad Penny, and he was a great story coming back from his knee injury and everything. Oh, Kenneth Walker, Kenneth Walker the third, my friends, yeah. is a difference maker, and that's just going to help their offense even more, in my opinion. That's going to keep Geno Smith from having to be Superman every week at quarterback. So I still have issues with them defensively against better teams, but they are not going to go away. They're going to be a a real pain in the rear end in the second half of the season for a lot of those teams in the NFC West. Those games are going to be much harder than they look like at the beginning of the season. And right now, Seattle, twice the threat that the Cardinals are uh, out there in the West, and I don't think any of us would have said that at the beginning of the season. Thus, with all of that log jam, all of that log jam, if you emerge from that rubble, you know, you're 9-8, and eight, maybe with a little bit of luck, 10-7. and seven, That means you can only lose three games the rest of the way. Do you want Washington to be aggressive if – they can get the right deal before 4 o'clock Tuesday afternoon? And if so, what's the position you're chasing? What's the position that you're chasing right now if you're Washington to demonstratively make your team better now? And I think Rocky Pinnock brings up a good point. You don't want to just make a deal to chase 7 and 10 or 8 and 9. If, if if that's all you're gonna if that's all you think you can right. get out of that, right? I don't know if you want to make it's a deal just, and give up assets. I mean, it's, listen, it's just it's it's hard to find. I mean, rarely is a guy like Von Miller available, right? Which the Rams were able to get secure. Certainly not a guy that you would identify with. Well, we're just trying to get to eight wins or nine wins, right? And they didn't even have to pay a premium price. But rarely is that guy available. If there was a guy like that available this year, we think, it's Robert Quinn, who just got snapped up by your division rival and the team that's got a monstrous lead on you and not everybody, but a monstrous lead on you and you're not even in the league of. So I don't know if you are going to be able to find, as much as you're going to want to try, the dynamic difference maker that's going to push you from maybe an eight-win team, maybe a nine-win team at best, if the best-case scenario works out, to put you in an elite category or an upper echelon category of 10 or more wins. That's probably not going to happen, right, in almost every case. And I understand that. It's hard to find these guys, right? Um so what's the position you're chasing though? You're the position I'm putting that I, you in the uh, front office. What's the position you're chasing right now that you think significantly enhances your chances of getting into this postseason mix in the NFC? The way the team is currently constructed. If you can't get me I, if you like there are other needs. I understand that linebacking, guards, guard. Uh, you know, you could say tight ends because they're beat up and and banged up. To me, right now, the thing that might be able to, I guess, I don't want to say put the icing on the cake, but make me feel better, 
is if I could dramatically upgrade from the cornerback position. And what I say to that, I mean, like, I'm not willing to bench Benjamin St. Juice or move him back inside. I'm talking about, like, hey, you know what? I upgraded from Kendall Fuller. I can move Kendall Fuller inside if I think he's going to be better than Rashad Wild Goose. Benjamin St. Juice ain't going nowhere. Right, he's staying outside, Let, let's and stop, he's playing. Stop right there. If you move Fuller to the inside, does he produce better than he is outside, and is he better than Wild Goose inside? I I hope so. I mean, based on his earlier early career, yes. Based on what he did a little bit from the slot last year, that's probably iffy. And based on the fact that Jack has repeatedly said, and Jack doesn't talk about specifics, that they think he's a better outside corner than an inside corner, that would worry me. And the reason why I think they think that is because Kendall Fuller does not have speed. And you need to be shifty and quick. You gotta have great, in the slot, right? Great, you gotta Don't have you? Great footwork in the slot. Yeah. Do, you, do, you really does do. Kendall Fuller at this point remind you of somebody that's got great footwork and speed? I, I mean, and I, athleticism. I mean, he's fine. He's okay. You got to give him a chance to play there before you really, you know, determine that. But the quality of your slot guys and the ability of others to line up in the slot, yeah. and that's the great challenge. Remember, You're they promoted. OC's doing a great job of. Um, you know, moving wide receivers around to create great matchups. Yes. Sorry to jump in. Remember, they just promoted Danny Johnson, mm-hmm. so that might be an indication that they don't like what they see out of Wild Goose. Like, Wild Goose has got speed and athleticism, but he's still raw. He's still young. He's still developing. Tends to penalties. Penalties tend to right, be but, a, an issue. for. So I'm just why saying. Why did they have him up instead of Johnson, though, in the first place? I think because Danny had such a poor preseason and training camp and and was really lacking in confidence, even though he's got much more experience than Wild Goose. I think they wanted to give the more speedier, explosive, dynamic, if you will, athlete a chance to see what he could provide, I think. I don't know for sure, but that's just what I think. Now, Danny can play outside, too. Go- uh, Wild Goose at this point can't, I don't think. I mean, I guess he could, but... I mean, I guess you could line up. Yeah. You can line up anybody right. out there. The question is, does he have right. the skill set to go out yeah. there and play against what is uh, a good division of wide receivers right. that you're going to see the rest of the way? Why don't we take a timeout, and then when we come back, you give me the position mm-hmm. area group that you would say, number one, this is what I'm targeting to improve on as opposed to a specific athlete or a specific name. And then I have an entire list from the athletic team-by-team in which they break down like the most likely guy on each team to be available. I'm going to bounce some of those names off of you, but I want you to give me the position group, target area, what have you, that Pete Medhurst, who often wants to be in the front office of the Mandalorians. Of the college scouting department. Of the college scouting Very department. Specific but I'm going to ask that. you to wear a pro hat yeah, that's fine. for now. 301-230-0980. What position would you target right now if you're the Washington Commanders, to try and be a factor in the postseason in what is a very crowded but very vulnerable NFC right now. A streak of W's certainly keeps Washington very much in contention through the second half of the season. 301-230-0980. We're streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Chris has a look at what's trending. 
All right, as we opened up the show, Eagles getting better, 6-0. and That's not good enough. Nope. Instead, they swing a trade for Robert Quinn, who had almost 20 sacks last year, only one so far this year for the Chicago Bears for a fourth-round pick. Howie Roseman doing it again. Meanwhile, the Commanders getting set to practice a little bit later on. It is expected that Ron Rivera will be back uh, in charge of the team at practice yesterday, missing while out in California. Jack Del Rio ran practice uh, because Ron was dealing with a issue with his mom. Uh, we we'll certainly wish the very best there. LeBron James and the Lakers. 0-4. Splat last night in Denver. Wizards off tonight. Uh, they will be back in action tomorrow. Meanwhile, the Caps right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. 8.15 for your pre, just after 8.30 for the puck drop in Dallas against the Stars. And this just in from Major League Baseball. Shocker, I guess. David Stearns, the president of baseball operations for the Milwaukee Brewers, has stepped down. There has been long rumors of a connection between him and the New York Mets. Just saying that. And that's what's trending. Brian chimes in on Twitter. He says, with any wins in the division still seemingly out of reach, the best Washington football can do this year is 7-10. and 10. They've proven they can barely beat the bad teams. And certainly with the Giants playing well ahead of what anyone expected. Do you agree with that? Because you got a lot of, you still got Giants. You got another. You got Giants ca- twice. And you got sandwiched around the bye. And Eagles ahead of you as well. Can they win one of those four? Is that the question? I'm asking you how many out of those four can they win? I think they can win one outside chance of two. Probably one of the Giants games. I mean, I'm still, I know you love Dable. Uh, look, who, who wouldn't love Dable at this I point? I mean, look, their, their roster but still is what it is. Their roster is mediocre yeah. at best. That, if you, which I mean, which if is you making the coaching job he's doing even yeah. that much greater. I mean, if you basically find a way, easier said than done, to bottle up Saquon Barkley, you're mm-hmm. gonna you're probably going to beat the Giants. Now, not if Daniel Jones is, I guess, running for a hundred yards, and you, you know, you bottle up Saquon, and then you let Daniel Jones yeah, run I out the back my door. my athletic linebackers, Jamin Davis and Cole Holcomb, as a little spy in the eye of seventeen. Well, that's assuming that they make tackles. Well, that's true, but yeah. I say, hey, seventeen, if you want to come, or what is he eight? He's number eight. He was seventeen. You at do Duke. the numbers, but he I, was I seventeen can't. at Duke. He's number eight with okay. the Giants. Sorry. I have a hard enough time remembering that's names. Right. Was, Never mind. Numbers. He was number seventeen at Duke. He's number eight with the Giants. So I just say, hey, eight. If you're gonna run out here, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with my Rydell all day. Okay? I'm gonna you wanna keep running out here, you're gonna see me. You're gonna see me, fifty two. You're mm-hmm. gonna see my friend fifty five over there. You're gonna see my friend thirty one back there, okay? They're gonna take care of you. You wanna keep running the football out here, mm-hmm. eight, that's okay. We got something for you. The the question ultimately becomes is is the Dallas game here winnable by that time of the season? And I mean, Dallas might not be playing for anything. It's a very That's good the final point. game of the season. Very good point. Might um, not. I mean, who knows? It's 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 rare, but it, it it does happen that even if you don't win the division, so even uh, yeah, you might not be you, playing for something. If you drop all four of those games, 
the best you can do is nine and eight. Yeah. At that point, you'd have to beat everybody else. Right. And that includes San Francisco, which is not certainly unbeatable, but tough at their place, what have you. That's beating the Browns and Deshaun so remember, on, on New Year's Day. Remember, as I said, as you're targeting things here, Chase Young hopefully coming back is like acquiring someone without having to right. give up assets, okay? I've said that all week here. Yes. That's gonna be that's gonna be a significant deal for you. But we don't know when they're gonna reap the the reward of that. Which I mean, is, not only when he's gonna return, but also when Chase is going to be explosive which or is dynamic. Why, as I look at my potential players, as I look at my potential players, I'm I'm they know more about it than we do about Chase Young. I'm going to gamble that they know Chase is coming within the next week or two. So I will not I will not trade for a veteran pass rusher. Okay. A guy that can give me like third down that snaps opposite Montez Sweat. I'm I, gambling. I I'm gambling that they're going to get that part right. I agree. Okay? I'm gambling Ron is not fibbing to us that Ron has a clear indication of where Young is and when he will be back with this club. Ultimately, ultimately, I think you hit the nail on the head. They must get better at corner. If they get better corner play, mm-hmm. then they give their defense a much better chance based on the improvements of the front seven. The front seven is playing demonstratively better than last year. And right now, if those guys get cleaned up in the back, maybe you go safety, maybe. But I like, I like the eventual uh, combination at some point of Curl and Forrest back there. So I don't want to, I don't want to break up that potential uh, marriage down the road, unless a you know proven safety or somebody all pro drops in my lap for some stupid reason. I think corner is definitely the place you have to go. And get a serious upgrade because if you clean that up right now, I think the rest of the team is doing enough that if you stop giving up explosive plays on the back end, you're going to be in every game for the most part the rest of the way and at least give yourself a chance. Will teams that are playing above their head that are on your schedule ahead of you, like the Giants, will they come back to earth a little bit? I mean, that that remains to be seen. But... If you're going to give yourself a chance at a very crowded NFC, you must take away the explosive plays you're giving up in the back end right now because I see enough improvement, at least for the time being, at linebacker. I don't know if I want to give up the assets it would take me to get Roquan Smith, who might be the best player. And look, I don't know, depending on how your pro personnel people feel, you could kick the tires on Hill that just got released by... Um, the Texans, you know, if you just want to bring an extra linebacker body oh, in yeah. here, uh, Grugier Hill, or to, whatever to add is. some depth there, you could at least right. kick the tires, depending on what your pro personnel people think, and doesn't cost you anything. So everywhere else, I'm cool with where they are in the offensive line right now. I like Charles at guard. I'm fine with Norwell, certainly as a run blocker at left guard next to Leno. And maybe unless I traded for a safety or a center, maybe unless I got a better, you know, center than Tyler Larson. 
Hey, Tyler Larson stabilized played, that played position right, at least. Though, right. Nobody's saying he's you know Pro Bowl or or All but Pro or anything. He but he wasn't as chaotic as Nick Martin for no. uh, well, uh, a not game only or two Nick there. Martin, but also Wes Schweitzer. I mean, they had massive problems yeah. snapping the football. Um, you know, for Wentz, which definitely affected him. There's so no doubt. You're not trading for a wide receiver. I guess conceivably. I mean, I mean, are you are you okay with where they are at tight end? Despite, I mean, with the inconsistency of injury to Logan Thomas. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's a question mark for me, but I want to believe that Logan Thomas is coming back this week. I want to believe that. Uh, Bates is a good blocker. Armani uh, Rogers seems... Um, I like Armani Rogers as a potential project here yeah. as a succession play. Plus, you got Cole Turner, too, yeah. but Cole Turner can't he's, stay out of the tub either right, right he's now. He's banged up, too. They got, a, they got four banged up guys, or three banged up guys and one who was a quarterback in college last right. year. So, I mean... Uh, we all want to see Cole Turner, but right. he's in the tub. Right. So, what's the number one position group? What's the number one position group that the Commanders should target before Tuesday's trade deadline? Three. Both, uh, both Pete and I say corner. What's the number one position group that the Commanders should target? And does it Matt? Does it change if they win or lose on Sunday? In Indianapolis. Are you a buyer? Are you a seller? 301-230-0980. You're streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Touchdown at 10 is next. We'll take your calls. You be the GM. Let's see how smart you are this morning right here on the Team 980. And streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.